All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked on Avalanche podcast. The Avalanche schedule, that came out a little while ago, and because the Avs have been a pretty busy team, we haven't had time to talk about it. Until today, we're going to cover the Colorado Avalanche schedule for next season on today's episode of Locked on Avalanche. You're Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Lockdown Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, Avalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe, get notified when a new show goes live. And of course, subscribe to our subtext. Link to that is in the show notes below. And subscribe, you can chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. All right, sir, uh, you can see our rundown if you're watching on YouTube. We are we're recording this the night of uh, 4th of July. And of course, yeah, everybody thinks of fireworks. And uh, the hot dog eating contest. And I always love the topic that gets brought up uh, around, you know, when that concludes, because Joey Chestnut usually wins it. And then we have to have the debate on if he's one of the best athletes in American sport. I'm using air quotes for people that uh, are, are listening uh, on a radio. I think they feel it. So, <laughs> so we'll talk about it. Why not? Uh, but where we are going to start today, I'll probably take up uh, our first two segments, is the Avalanche schedule. This thing came out uh, over a week ago now, I think. And just with all the trades the Avalanche were doing with uh, Johansson and Colton and uh, free agency, and it was just every time we wanted to do it, something else was going on. And now, now today's the day, sir. So uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm sure people are familiar with uh, some of the games. I don't know if people are, how much people are into this. I always love schedule release day. Mm-hmm. I think it's 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 just nice to see where everything is going to line up, and you can kind of look to see what uh, some of the big games that they're going to have. What are their back to backs? What are their road trips going to look like? So um, why don't we dive into this thing? Absolutely, let's do it. All right. So and again, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, we're going to get some graphics for you up there. Um, Here's October, uh, game one. That's you know one of the ones that's that's the first thing you look at because that's you know, the first game of the season, and they are on the road in Los Angeles. In fact, your first three games of the season are on the road. A a quick, short little California road trip. Well, not called California. You're going up to uh, Seattle. We'll say a West Coast Pacific uh, road trip. L.A., San Jose, and then Seattle. And then two home games. Your first home game in Ball Arena is against Chicago. That seems to be your opening night matchup for the past however many years. Um, it's, and been then a, a, it's been a years as they played the same preseason opponents. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then you're against uh, Carolina Hurricanes. So um, <laughs> I looked up the odds at FanDuel, and and the, the Avs are still the favorite heading into next season. Carolina has moved up to the second favorite. I think Avalanche were plus 800 and Carolina was plus 900. 
So those are your two favorites going into this season, and they're going to play early. The Az's fifth game of the season is against Carolina. That's at home. And then to end the month, you are on the road for three more games. This You're going over to the East Coast, Islanders, Penguins, Buffalo. Um, so out of all the games in October, you're playing two home games and six road games. If you think this is crazy, wait till we get deeper in the schedule. Yeah. They really took attention to the Avs are a really good road team and ran with it. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I mean, go ahead. And, to start the home stretch against Chicago with the Connor Bedard fanfare, mm-hmm. that's going to be a raucous ball arena. And that's going to be an interesting game because I looked up uh, Chicago's schedule. They start the season on a five game road trip, and that is their fifth road game. That is their last ho- their road game uh, before they head home. So that might be a, a tired unit. Uh, to start a season that way um and and we'll see like that that's going to be so it's their last game in that road trip and it's obviously the avalanche first home game so that could be ships passing in the night for that game we'll we'll see what that looks like but really good matchups here for the avalanche i mean like with the exception of san jose and chicago should be improved with all the moves that they've made and you get bedard it's kind of take him a little while to you know get acclimated obviously uh, but they're, they're no, I don't think they're going to be any slouch. And you got LA, who's a good team, Seattle, who's a good team, the Islanders, who are good, Pittsburgh is a good team, Buffalo is an improved team. That's a pretty tough opening month. And especially, I know everybody's looking right at that Seattle game. Let's get mm-hmm. that done and over with. Let's, let's try and amend how last season ended. But then you look at Pittsburgh, that's going to be a beefy team, half full of former Avalanche. And then you're going to see EJ again in Buffalo if yeah. he's healthy that deep in into October. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you start the season. Uh, a lot of road games and some pretty tough ones as well. You head over to November. Um, so you have those three games on the East Coast, and you come right back against Buffalo. And there's a lot of red here. Red, red is is uh, home games. So you are uh, – yeah, let's see. You have – St. Louis, a couple days off. Vegas, there's your first matchup against Vegas. Uh, three home games uh, against the Devils, the Kraken again, and then St. Louis again, and then the Kraken again. So you're playing them three times within the first like month and a half of the regular season. Uh, Anaheim, Dallas, Nashville, those two are on the road. Home against Vancouver, and then there's your first back-to-back at Minnesota, then at home against Calgary. Um, and then you end the month at home against Tampa and on the road in Arizona. This is what you want to see. Um, for those that are still bitter about how the playoffs ended, you get your Seattle fix and you're going to be sick of them by mid-November. Yeah, pretty crazy. It'll, you know, <laughs> I'm very interested to see Vancouver. That is a team that has been quiet, very, very quiet. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see the Avs in Vancouver. I'd like to see that matchup. And here comes Arizona, the nemesis of the yeah. Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. They're back <laughs> on the schedule. Um, looking, uh, let's see. Thanks, Thanksgiving is the 23rd, right? For be, Thursday. That'd be, yeah. that'd be the 23rd. You're playing the day before and the day after. 
That's all you get off. And then the day after is the first game of a back-to-back. So eat your turkey and get on the road. It's fitting Black Friday is against the Wild. Yeah. It's just that rivalry game. Trounce people in the in the convenience store or the mall. That's Minnesota, Colorado, baby. <laughs> All right. So that's uh, your November. You head over to December. I uh, started with a couple games in California. Anaheim, back-to-back. There's your other back-to-back. Uh, Anaheim and then L.A. again. Nice little home stretch here. Five-game uh, home stretch. Anaheim again. Winnipeg. Philly, uh, Calgary, and Buffalo. And all those games are game day, day off, game day, day. So you're playing a pretty good clip early in uh, December. And then a, a road game in Winnipeg. And here's a back-to-back at home against San Jose. Go to Chicago. Uh, and then a couple of away, no home games against Ottawa, your first time against playing them. Um, and then another home game against Arizona. There's your Christmas break. You come out of Christmas break. You're playing two games on the road, Arizona again, and then St. Louis. And then you end the month Christmas Eve, or excuse me, New Year's Eve against San Jose at home. Yeah, this is where you want to see the avalanche. December is always a rocky month. With this game day off, game day off, you want to see them hit their stride, especially with how the schedule plays out and the opponent and the quality of opponent. You want to see them hit their stride in December. Yeah. Um, we head over to January. We'll get one more month in here, and then you start the uh, the new year. You have New Year's Day off, so Jan- or January second, you're home against the Islanders uh, on the road against Dallas. Is that the first time you're playing Dallas? They play them in. Did I mention them earlier? Yes, they played them earlier. Okay, all right. Yeah, back um, in October. Was it? Was it really? I'm gonna bring it in October really quick. I don't see him. October. Oh no, November, November, November. I don't see him right in November. after Anaheim. Right after Anaheim in November. That's it. Anaheim. Oh, there they are. You're right. Okay. Um, and then you are. There's your first game against the Panthers. Mm. Uh, three game home stretch: Panthers, Bruins, Golden Knights, and then here's a East Coast trip: uh, half Canada, half East Coast, uh, Toronto, and then a back to back against Montreal and Ottawa. And then you're in Boston, and then you're in Philly, and then you end January two games at home against the Washington Capitals again, and then again against LA. Yeah, this is this is a beefy like this is going to be one of those. Can they run the table in January? Some quality opponents, but mm-hmm. you'll have to see how they escape December with how they approach January. And look at that start time against Philly, eleven a.m. Yeah. Mountain time, eleven a.m. So. Uh, that's uh why I'm wondering why. What's um hmm, January or January twentieth? I wonder if that's that full slate day that the NHL is planning because they're planning on putting sixteen games on in one day. But I didn't think it started that early. I thought it started later in the day. I don't know. I'll have to check, see what's up with that. So um all right, let's hear from FanDuel first, and then uh we will get back into finish up the schedule here. Um yeah, but we got FanDuel. You can take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount back in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right. Just bet $20, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, and that's win or lose. $200 you can spend betting on everything, from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run 
to the Atlanta Braves winning, which they probably will, to the Colorado Rockies losing, which they probably will as well. There's no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. Once again, it's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, uh, we dive back into our schedule, just going through month by month, and then we're going to uh, kind of go back and, and look at some of the matchups that we're really looking forward to. Uh, but in February, uh, man, look at that road. Mm. <laughs> That's a road warrior trip right there. Um, all these to start the month of February are on the road, a back-to-back with the Rangers and Devils, and then Carolina, and then Florida, and then Washington, and then Tampa Bay. That, that's, a, that's a tough stretch of games right there. And don't forget, wasn't in January. Let me go back to January here. There's another road trip right there um, with Toronto, Montreal, Ottawa, Boston, Philly. So you got a five-game road trip, two home games. You got your break, and then a five, no, a six-game road trip after that. That's, that's a brutal stretch right there. Two weeks on the road. Yeah, it is two full weeks. You're right. Because you're going, uh, that Ranger game is Monday, February 5th. Um, the last game is February 15th. You have two days off, and then you're playing at home against Arizona, and then another home game against Vancouver. A uh, quick road trip to Detroit, and then two home games again um, against Toronto and Dallas, and then you end the month on the road in Chicago. So the beginning of the month is, you know, you can split this month in half where it's a lot of road games in the beginning and then uh, more, you know, you have four home games compared to two road games at the end of the month. But man, that that's a that's a brutal stretch dating back into January. That I think when you, you know, if you're looking at this schedule as a whole, that is where this team is going to be made and and really like what are they made out of? really from mid-February, excuse me, mid-January to mid-February. That month could be make or break for the Avalanche. And honestly, you could look at that those first two weeks of the season and you could easily say, well, this is a potential Stanley Cup final match right here with any of those Easter Conference teams. Well, and, you know, you look at the the Carolina one, uh, you know, we said that you played them back in October. That's one of your first games of the season. So that's not really going to, you know, you don't have really bragging rights at that stage um, of the season. Now you're into February and you meet, and that's when you meet them again uh, in their place. That might hold a little people maybe eyeing that one a little bit more. Or that, that other black and red team that's sitting up there the day uh, you're gonna the game before. One. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I think they were third, the Devils. I think it went Avalanche. Carolina and then the Devils. I think the, that uh, top six is really going to be a force. And when it comes to February, seeing how the Avs limp through, if injuries become a problem, this is going to be one of those that we are going to look at all year long. Yeah. That's a tough month. I mean, all those road games are, are tough. Road, you're, it's always tough to play Ovechkin, you know, in Washington. Yeah. Um and then you're playing Toronto, or yeah, you're playing Toronto again, Dallas again. So that, that February it's a tough month. Tough month. <clears throat> um, we head over to March, 
start the month off in Nashville, then follow that up with three home games, Chicago, Detroit, and Minnesota, and then a back-to-back on the road. Those stink. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> in Calgary, then very next day in Vancouver, uh, a couple days off, and then in Edmonton, a couple days off, then in St. Louis. So there's another road trip, a four, four-day road trip, two countries, uh, you know, Seems like that, that's that's the theme for this schedule this year is extended road trips. Yeah, but then you get a nice uh, home stretch here with five straight to end the month: Columbus, Pittsburgh, Montreal, New York, Nashville. That's all at home. Let me check uh, April real quick. No, then you're on the road. So that's uh, 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 overall. Even though with those four straight road games you are playing a good amount of them at home in March. Yeah. So, and honestly, this is after that February, you're looking to those last five games at home in March to really right the ship and get things back. If you have a lot of repairing to do after that February, you need this week in March. Yeah. And not only that, when it bleeds over into April, so you have those five road games, then you have three on the road, Columbus, a back-to-back, with uh, Minnesota and then Edmonton. Those are always tough to go yeah. from United States to Canada back to back. Um, and then three more home games, uh, Dallas, Minnesota, Winnipeg, then the very next day against Vegas, and then three days off, and your last game of the season is at home against the Oilers. So you're ending the season with a good amount of, of home games. Is he one, two, three, four, five? Yeah. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine home games and only four road games to end the season. That's that's not bad. That's kind of what you want to see. And again, especially after that February, you need those home games. It's nice that they were a good road team last year, but you're going to need these home games to get everything right because we talked about it, all the everydayers know, this team has the makeup to be a playoff contender and this is where you make your adjustments. Yeah, definitely. So what stands out to you? What are what are ones that you're kind of circling and, and really looking forward to? That first matchup, Tuesday, November sec- uh, 7th, against New Jersey. Again, I know, Caroline, it, this has nothing to do with uh, fandoms. If, if you just look at that top six for New Jersey, they're the yeah. new sexy, cool team. Like, everybody's pointing to that top six. Wow, look how this team is made up. This is extremely interesting, especially when you don't know what Nylander is going to do in Toronto because you hear those contract talks are so far off. These could be your upper top two teams when it comes to makeup with the Avalanche getting Rijo, Miles Wood, like all of these. It, it, it feels like the clash of the Titans. Yeah. And I want to see what those two, number one, this could be your Stanley Cup, New Jersey and Colorado. That's not a bad one. Yeah, and it's you know you're still early in the season for that. You know, it's the second week of November. Um, so, again, but you got healthy. You got healthy. You do. You do. And and that's kind of around. You know, you got a, a month under your belt into the season, so you really should have all the kinks worked out by then. Mm-hmm. You would hope. Um, so that uh, yeah, I think that should be a good game. What else? What else are you looking at? I know Dallas is always one of those opponents that you just. They just rub you the wrong way. They're physical, just annoying games. 
And now Matt Duchesne is a Dallas star. Mm. And also in November, that November 18th game in mm-hmm. Dallas, I feel like that's going to be a feisty game. And I want to see, well, like we talk about the talent level of this team, one of the big things that this the Avalanche were pushing for is a gritty team. And this is this is where you see exactly how gritty they're going to be. And I feel like that November is going to be a big month for mm-hmm. seeing where this Avs team is going to stand. And I would like to see what they look like against Dallas in Dallas with Matt Duchesne wearing that, that green. And those are two games that I am looking forward to are, are, are something similar of, of, you know, now former Avs coming back to Colorado. Um, so obviously the two that stand out are Eric Johnson mm-hmm. and JT Confer. Right. Um, I think you're playing, you're in Buffalo first. So your first game is uh, that's at the end of October. Uh, but when he comes back, he, you know, that that's going to be an emotional game. That's December 13th when Eric Johnson comes back. Check your connection. You're buzzing a little bit. Um, so that, that's just going to be, uh, you know what I mean? Like, come on. People are that's gonna you know, they're gonna have the, the the video up on the jumbotron and that's just gonna be a really really like emotional day for him for everybody involved. You are playing them earlier, like I said, the end of October, um, but it's it's and then it's the middle of December, so it's Christmas season. Everyone's in that mode, so he's coming back then, and then Detroit comes to town not till March sixth. So that's going to be a little while for JT Comfort to get his welcome back. Uh, and those are always games that you look forward to. So I, I know they're going to give EJ the whole after commercial break video package. I wonder sure. if they're going to, what is the fanfare for? Well, they did one for Burkowski, so they'll do one for JT Comfort. Oh, God, yeah, they'll do one for JT Comfort. Absolutely. 100% they will. What else? Oh, you got any others that you like? <clears throat> I, I did have that Buffalo game circled. I did find mm-hmm. that very interesting. But let's be honest. We're not over Seattle. We're Yeah, man. That that first game in Seattle. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we mentioned the health factor. That is the you're getting kind of the fantasy matchup. We said last year if this team was healthy, that Seattle game wouldn't be that much of an issue. Now you get to find out. Yeah. That's uh, that's let's see that that's their Tuesday, October seventeenth. <clears throat> yeah, third game, third game of the season, and and will they still boo Kale McCarr every time he touches the puck? Have they gotten over that, or is that just something that's going to follow them around and him around? I don't know for how how long. As fans are still doing it with Matthew Shane, yep. so it might be something that uh, you know they they have adopted as. <clears throat> part of their their game there or you know the fans in you know when, when they're in attendance and it's in seattle maybe they're gonna do it i don't really care i don't yep. think Cam car <clears throat> cares but um you know and, and, and but, but you know and then then who was it that you know uh slammed uh cogliano uh, into the board so you know we're and he's back and yeah and, and with those three games you get to test against new jersey you test your talent Mono on mono, the best on best. Against Dallas, you test how gritty the acquisitions to this lineup have made the Avalanche going into the rest of the season. And against Seattle, 
you get to answer those questions. Were we actually good enough to beat Seattle? Are they really that good? You figure some things out and you get to move on. And it's a good thing it's the third game in the season because we could put that behind us and focus on the rest of the season because that February, like we mentioned, is going to be brutal. And we don't need to keep talking about getting knocked out in the playoffs last year. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for me, it's I, I agree with you. It's it's the the Buffalo game at home. It's the Detroit game at home. It's that first matchup. Those first couple matchups with Seattle, but specifically, yeah, the first one. Um, I am looking forward to that first home game. Not only because it's the first home game, but because it is against Chicago. You want to get your first look at Connor Bedard, um, even though that is Chicago's fifth straight home or away game. So you might not be getting the best of anybody there, but still, it's going to be entertaining <laughs> to see him in the arena. Not yeah. my fault. I'm not going to shed any tears for Chicago. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So, yeah, I think those, and do you have any others or is that? No. And that, and that two-week stretch on the road. Yeah. On, the February schedule is going to be rough and – just two weeks on the road is just it's brutal but look what the abs did last year remember they they were kind of like a team like a little bit in flux like doing okay just kind and of that skating canadian off. road trip and then they went on that road and then the, the canadian road trip and detroit i think it was a yeah was it a four four game road trip because i think they played the, i think they yeah played and we were just hoping for 500 and they yeah needed that and they won all four of them and it was you know off to the races after that so um, I don't think they're afraid of a road trip. And, yeah, sometimes it can galvanize a team. So yep. uh, we'll see. As the season gets here, and we always revisit the schedule at the beginning of every month to kind of, like, reassess where the Avalanche are mm-hmm. and the teams that they're playing. And, you know, so we will revisit these uh, as the season goes along. So are there any games specifically that anybody out there has circled you're looking forward to, some of the ones that we mentioned uh or other ones so the abs aren't taking part and we don't have the national schedule either so that's not out yet we don't know how many games will be on national television but we know the abs are not part of any outdoor games or specialty games or games in other countries and stuff like that so this is just a cut and dry nhl schedule so any that anybody's out there really looking forward to let us know in the comments the last thing we're going to talk about today is not hockey um it is the fourth of july hot dog eating contest which i don't really like care about i, I didn't even watch it this year and, and i know it was like this thing that it was canceled and then they actually had it and then joey chestnut wins it and then for every year after he wins it we have to talk about if uh he is one of the best athletes in american sport history um and then if you follow on Twitter, I put it up like we always talk about this for about an hour and then we never talk about it again because it's a ridiculous conversation, honestly. But every year, the hot dog eating contest gets its 15 minutes of fame, which <clears throat> it should. And then we should all move on. There should be no more conversation about are these people athletes and is Joey Chestnut one of the best ones in sports history? I, I, I don't know why we keep talking about this, but it's hilarious to me. If you put me in a buffet, yeah. I will rival Joey Chestnut. You give me a $40 bill and put yeah. me in Taco Bell, I'm the best athlete on this planet. But that's the thing. Like, we're all athletes then. You betcha. If hot dog eating is a sport, every human being is an athlete. There's just some that are better at it than me. And that's true for every single sport. Yeah, you know, there's there's so, a whole Guinness Book of World Records or the Ripley's Believe It or Not book for those 
crazy weird things yeah you don't bleed it over into the are you the greatest athlete because that that disappears once it comes to like the lebron james the connor mcdavid's the shohei otani's like and the joey chestnut like that's what i was doing i wish i took a screenshot of it because i don't know who put it up um and he said here's the top 10 athletes in american sports history and don't argue with me and he put I think Michael Jordan was one and he listed, listed. He had Wayne Gretzky at seven and Joey Chestnut at eight. And to that, I say, you should be stripped of everything. You should be stripped down to you are not even considered a human being. If you feel that Joey Chestnut is just a notch below Wayne Gretzky. What are we doing, people? it's eating hot dogs it's disgusting that this dude eats 67 hot dogs with no condiments i'll congratulate you yeah and you're soaking the bun in water like that that's just everything about it is disgusting and i was saying like i'll stand up and applaud you i guess because you want it is kind of fun and and a little bit crazy to think that one person can do that in 10 minutes and not puke it all up um but it stops there for me. There's not. There's no other discussion that we need to have about this other than a human being ate 67 hot dogs. The conversation ends there. We don't need to go into other categories of is it a sport and is he an athlete? No and no. Done. Especially if you're putting him right behind Wayne Gretzky who <laughs> has records that will never be touched. Like Ovechkin's trying, but it's he has records that are just unfathomable and chestnut his record it will be beaten because guess what we all have to eat <laughs> i mean if, like i said if if eating hot dogs is a sport why aren't i in better shape I just why is it not in the olympics <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Where, where's the where, where's the schedule for that yeah where, where's the 82 game schedule for that i don't see it anywhere the day ESPN Plus starts bumping hockey for competitive eating. Oh man, let's let's not go there. <laughs> I want to hear from people in the comments too, and and you're not going to convince me otherwise. People like we can have conversations all day long about the ABS and, and and moves that they made and trades that they made and draft picks, and if you like them or don't like them. If you feel this is a sport, I mean, you're, you're feel feel free to comment that. You are not going to change my mind ever on this ever. A hot dog does sound good right now. (laughs) We're going to go eat some hot dogs. That's going to wrap it up for today. We will be back tomorrow with anything. uh, Maybe, I don't know. What else can we find on the Ocho that we can talk about? Slam ball. Yeah, that's back. You betcha. All right, that's going to wrap it up, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Lockdown Avalanche Podcast, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Go, Abs, go!